Welcome back, or for the first time, this is rebroadcast of Episode 5 from Season 1, first released on February 4th, 2021. Like many of my early episodes, this one is shorter, with a less expansive commentary sandwiched between the two poems. I was keeping it tight. In the coming season, I plan on doing both longer and shorter episodes because, yeah. New episodes will be dropping while this year's days continue to lengthen. Unlike the initial release, these and all the interseason episodes include a replay of both poems read and heard after the normal end to the episode. If you enjoy the podcast, you have good taste. Congratulations. Please share with others who also have good taste and can deal with this high-end flow to help further spread poetry's power. It doesn't take but 10 seconds. And dopamine is released when sharing things we like. Dopamine. Yum. Now, without further ado, let's go get some of that whoa, wow. Welcome, I'm Oren Moore, and this is Two Poems Read and Heard. Theme today is Aged Youth. May this move you in a good way. Our first poem is titled Memory and comes from Hayden Carruth, who lived from 1921 to 2008. Living mostly in Vermont and New York, he wrote for over 60 years and published over 30 books of poetry. Hashtag prolific. Memory. A woman I used to know well died a week ago. Not to be mysterious, she and I were married. I'm told she fell down on a street in lower Manhattan, and I suppose she suffered a stroke or a heart attack. The last time I saw her was in the spring of 1955, meaning 44 years ago. And now when I try to imagine her death, I see in my mind a good-looking 29-year-old woman sprawled on the pavement. It does no good to go and examine my own ravaged face in the bathroom mirror. I cannot transpose my ravagement to her. She is fixed in my mind as she was. Brown hair, brown eyes, slender and sexy, coming home from her job as an editor in a huge building in Midtown. 44 years is longer than I thought. My dear, how could you have let this happen to you? In the final and my favorite line, the poet asks his long unseen and now dead ex-wife, how could you have let this happen to you? Knowing full well that there is no option besides to eventually get old and die. Asking this question with its known answer is not simply the poet being facetious or dull. No, and instead, I see it as Carruth grappling with his own mortality and wondering what can be done about it. He knows, and we know, deep down, that nothing can be done. No amount of kale or grass-fed beef or yoga or reading inspiring quotes written in cursive under beautiful pictures on the wall, or anything will prevent our death end that follows the ravages of time. And this is all the more poignant given the memory of youth and vitality and beauty that Carruth remembers. 
There is good reason why melancholy, memory, and our fleeting nature are common topics in poetry. Carus' memory explores them masterfully, which is why, when I finished reading this poem the first time, I stood motionless, staring, absorbing, and breathing deep as it both shook and strengthened me in my mortality. Our second poem today is titled The Same Full Sun and comes from me. It rhymes. The same full sun. Morning clouds burn by, morning sun make. Afternoon sun clear sky on this tree-lined lake. With the water in full sun and my eyes shaded by pine, making for a stop on this run and a softening of the shine. Again a white cloud, now moving at speed, neither humble nor proud, allows me to read. A west wind in the high sky, above the hill where I lie, and think of the gentle downhill cycle home, and how key and true that the old two were once young in the same full sun. What is your full sun these days? The two poems just read and heard will now be read and heard again, minus the commentary in between, for those whom it pleases. Memory. A woman I used to know well died a week ago. Not to be mysterious, she and I were married. I'm told she fell down on a street in lower Manhattan, and I suppose she suffered a stroke or a heart attack. The last time I saw her was in the spring of 1955, meaning 44 years ago. And now when I try to imagine her death, I see in my mind a good-looking 29-year-old woman sprawled on the pavement. It does no good to go and examine my own ravaged face in the bathroom mirror. I cannot transpose my ravagement to her. She is fixed in my mind as she was. Brown hair, brown eyes, slender and sexy, coming home from her job as an editor in a huge building in Midtown. 44 years is longer than I thought. My dear, how could you have let this happen to you? The same full sun. Morning clouds burn by, morning sun make. Afternoon sun clear sky on this tree-lined lake. With the water in full sun and my eyes shaded by pine, making for a stop on this run and a softening of the shine. Again a white cloud, now moving at speed, neither humble nor proud, allows me to read. A west wind in the high sky, above the hill where I lie, and think of the gentle 
downhill, cycle home, and how key and true that the old two were once young in the same full sun.